Meseches Peah, Perik Base, Mishnah Aleph, 2-1. The obligation to leave Peah is on each of one's fields. That is to say, if a person had two fields, he would have to leave a separate Peah on each of those two fields. So, for example, if a person had two fields and each field were 60 acres, he would have to leave one acre on field number one and a second acre of Peah on the second field number two. If, for argument's sake, he harvested the entire field number one, so then, and he left two acres on field number two, hoping that would, that would cover the obligation to pay off for both fields, that simply wouldn't work. You'd have to go back and leave pay again on the first field. So this Mishnah is defining what constitutes a legal division that makes one field into two fields. Mishnah says, The following are dividers, meaning they break up fields with respect to payah. Meaning if you have a field that's divided by one of the following things, it has the status of two separate fields and two separate payahs must be left, one on each side of this divide. The first is Hanachal. Hanachal, according to Bartanura, is a river, a nahar. That means a river flowing through the field, divides it in half, and both, for argument's sake, the northern side of the field and the southern side of the field with the river running between the two uh, have to have separate payahs. Other people explain Nachal as a more usual explanation, which is a wadi. A wadi is a river bed, but there's not always running through it. A river has river water flowing through it 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. A wadi only has water flowing through it from time to time, and other times it's like a dry river bed. Either way, that would divide up a, according to everyone, both a river and a wadi, for that matter, would divide up a field. The reason why the Bartonura doesn't like Nachal to be a wadi, a dried river bed, is because we'll see later on, undeveloped, uncultivated land as a divider anyways. Second divider, according to the mission, is Vashlulis. Vashlulis is an irrigation canal. Before the age of sprinklers, you had to have, let's say, your pond and had to get your pond water to irrigate and, and water your field. You'd have a little irrigation canal that would run from the pond water source to your fields. And then from there, you'd even have um, smaller arteries coming off the main irrigation canal to make sure that your fields are watered appropriately. So the Shlulis, that big irrigation canal that runs through the field, is a divider, making it two separate fields. According to this Tana and this Mishnah here, there's no minimum size for that shlulis. As long as the irrigation canal is an irrigation canal, then it divides the field into two. Then it says, V'aderech ha-yachid and V'aderech ha-rabim. A road that's used for individuals, that is say it's just four almost across, or more, um, or a road that's used for the masses, that is say it's 16 almost across, and almost about one and a half feet or half a meter. So we're talking about, say, for Yachid, say six, seven feet across, you know, uh, two meters across. And for the Rabin, it's something like eight meters across or 12, uh, excuse me, uh, 25 feet, something like that across. So both of those constitutes an intercession between your two field halves and each field would have to leave Peah separately. You may ask the obvious question, which is if I'm even a small for Ama a private road divides a field. It goes without saying that a larger public road, that's 16 Amas across, would divide the field in two. Um, the reason why the Mishnah says both cases is because we'll see um, in a subsequent Mishnah, it will say that the list here in this Mishnah doesn't apply to orchards. And therefore, when it comes to field, we're saying even a small Derechayachid, a private road, does divide a grain field in half, but even, we'll say, a large public road won't divide an orchard. More about that later on. Next, the Mishnah says, Ushfil harabim, ushfil 
both a path that goes um, through a field that's designed for many people or a private path that runs the field, both of those will constitute uh, an intercession, a hefsek, provided that it's hakavua bimosa chama ubimosa kishamim, which literally means that this path is in effect and used throughout the year, both bimosa chama in the summertime and bimosa kishamim in the wintertime. So now, just the difference between a derech, a road, and a shvila path. So a derech runs from, let's say, one city to a different city or one town to a different town, whereas a shvil is a pathway within the fields uh, themselves, so for more localized use. We're saying here that even a small path, a shvil, constitutes a divider, provided that it's used all year round. Now, normally what happens is you'll need to plant your fields in the beginning of the, the onset of the winter when the rains begin, um, I call it September time, you know, Cheshvan time, whatever, and then you, you, uh, after you've seeded the fields, you may not walk and trample on the fields because the grain is growing there or whatever you're growing there is growing and it'll damage the crop. So if this path is just a temporary path to allow you to plant in the, in the wintertime or to harvest in the summertime, it's just temporary path and doesn't constitute a divider of the field. The field really is one single whole field. It just has to have a pathway so you can operate in it in the proper times. But if it's a path that exists in the field all year round, then it does divide into two separate fields, meaning um, two separate payas. If you'll ask again the same question, well, once I know that even a shvil hayachet, a small path for an individual, which could you know be uh, one foot wide, is a divider if it's used all year round. And of course, it goes without saying that a, a shvil, a path for the rabbin, for the masses, which might be much wider, um, of course, goes without saying that that's a divider. Uh, the answer is we'll see uh, that since there's a condition that it has to be used all year round, the chiddush of the Mishnah is, even if it's a very wide path, still, if it's not years all year, used all year round, it's not a divider. Uh, whereas if it's a very narrow path, um, it does divide, uh, even if it's used, uh, provided it's used all year round. Now, Mishnah continues on. It says, Habur. Habur is an uncultivated piece of land. Like the word English, uh, Burish, um, is actually from the Hebrew Bur. The mission always talks about a person who's unsocialized, uncultivated, um, in terms of his, you know, intellect. He's called a Bur, like virgin soil. So here, Bur means the same thing, virgin soil, that if you just never cultivate any land, if that strip of uncultivated land divides through a run through the middle of your field, you have two separate fields. Vahanir, even if you've plowed the field, so plowing really is used for preparing a boar, uncultivated virgin soil, for subsequent planting. But you could have a boar which never was plowed, or a near which had been plowed in preparation for planting. So even a near that has been plowed up but never planted, that also would be a divider between two fields if you have the near running through the middle of your field. Vizera Acher, the last of this list is Zera Acher, another species. That is to say, if you had, let's say, a wheat field and run in the middle, you had a strip of barley going over there. So then uh, the barley strip divides into the wheat field into two separate wheat fields. Let's not talk about Kilayim. That's a different topic for a different time. But Kilayim is not the issue over here at all. So Zera Acher, a different type of crop, which has its own payah, will divide and separate between the other two halves on either side of it. So they need their own payah also. Now, the Mishnah goes on to say, what about what if a person uh, reaps part of his, let's say, wheat field 
for shachas. Now, shachas is animal fodder. That is to say, they had a wheat field growing. When wheat grows, what starts out being wheat grass, health food people love to eat wheat grass juice. So wheat grass is good for animals also. So if a person harvested, let's say, took his lawnmower and he went down through the middle of his wheat field when it was, let's say, less than a third grown, um, so it's nice green grass that will turn later on into nice brown stalks of wheat, and he mows a strip of wheat grass through the middle of his field, and he collects that grass and, and gives it to his animals. So now, does that constitute a division in the field such that each side of the wheat grass strip needs its own payout? So that will depend on whether you look at this as the beginning of the harvest process, and it's one long extended harvest, and therefore it wouldn't constitute a hefsek, or if this is a harvest all to itself, in which case this wheatgrass harvest renders the this strip as its own story independent, leaving the two halves of the wheat field now separate halves, needing separate payout. So the Mishnah says, it's mafsik divir Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir holds that the line that runs through the middle when a person harvested for shachas, for animal fodder, is indeed a hefsek. That is to say, he holds that it's not the beginning of the harvest. It's a harvest all to itself, and therefore it divides the fields in half. And the reason why is because he's harvesting here for animal food. And remember we said that animal food, animal crops are not eligible in payout. So this would be like an animal harvest and therefore making a whole separate crop, uh, separate from the two grain fields for human consumption on either side of the stripe that he mowed. However, the chacham say, the chacham say no, it's just the beginning of the harvesting process. The fact that he chose to harvest some early doesn't change things. And therefore this stripe in the middle is just a stripe of an early harvest, and then either side of the stripe continues on as being one single wheat field. Provided that he doesn't actually till the strip of land that he had harvested prematurely for fodder as shachas. If he actually does harisha, he tills the soil, that of course like a full reset and nothing will grow there, and it makes as if there's now a stripe of uncultivated land in the middle dividing the field um, into two halves, including indicating that each half is its own separate half, and that the original harvest for the shachas, for the fodder, wasn't the beginning of a harvest, but rather a harvest all to itself. And the halach is not like Reb Meir, meaning that kotzer the shachas, harvesting for animal fodder in the middle, um, does not constitute a hefsik to divide your wheat field into two half fields.